Hey there. We at Blue Wire wanted to thank you for your continued support of this podcast. With over 90 podcasts across our network, we are committed to bringing you great content to fill that sport-shaped hole in your heart. To find more Blue Wire pods, search for us on iTunes or check out bluewirepods.com. And remember, one day sports will return and it will be glorious. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Hello and welcome to the Airbus Podcast. My name is Jamel Fucking Johnson. How are you guys? Who are you? Who are y'all? My name is Peter. My name is Michael. It's a I don't happy believe basketball. No, no, it's not. You guys are liars. Nobody here is telling the truth. Tell me the truth. Tell the truth. My name is Michael Jeffrey Benner. Yeah. It's weird that basketball is now football, where the only day that matters is Sunday for like three hours. Hmm. Hmm, interesting. I see yeah. what you did. I see what you did. You're right. You're right. It's the NFLification of the NBA. That's great. And Michael Jordan Mike. is every single team. I can't believe Mike thought we would think he was a worse guy <laughs> by showing us this. I love him so much more. He said some dude riding the bench was an alcoholic. Great. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> I just want to point out that he essentially, dude, Michael, in, in this in this cold. documentary, did exactly what D'Angelo Russell did to to Swaggy P, right? I mean, close, close enough. Not actually, but very close. He literally said he literally like made him look like he was cheating on his girlfriend on camera. That's true. But the only difference was we didn't know a girlfriend existed. But Mike was like, right. if you if you got a girlfriend. Bitch, you. <laughs> he was pre-social media D'Angelo Russell. He also did tell that person's parents that he's a straight-up alcoholic. Which he was... did say that. Oh my god, that was so sick. And he just the guy. What was that? What was that guy's even name? He was like the twelfth man. It was was it Bullard Bu- Buford? Maybe I don't know, but he just well, was like, was... please. He's like, please don't say that on camera. <laughs> it was a fucking Checkered's Big Buford. At one point, like I know that like. He's been painting like fucking MJ is fucking Homer for his own goddamn Odyssey. But at one point, someone like Cartwright or someone when he's crying, he's like, "We didn't know Michael had that emotion. It was just him yelling at us all the time, telling us how fucking bad we were for three straight years." Yeah, was that Will Perdue? Was that his only line in the whole documentary? Is he never saw fucking Mike be anything but upset? Guys, how did you feel about this week's installments of uh, The Last Dance? Because obviously, look, that's all everyone is going to be talking about on, on the podcast that they came out now. By the way, shout out to uh, the Dropbox links that everyone got, apparently, because uh, every podcast dropped episodes immediately after they were done. There it is. We thought we was alone. Yeah. I know. We got to get back on that. I'll, I'll fix it. I'll make it right, guys. Oh, I mean, whatever. It doesn't yeah, matter anymore, fine. right? Yeah. Well, that you don't think there's going to be him for the rest of the time? You don't think we can be popping out? We got three, got three I mean, more weeks to step up. Let's get this Dropbox link and uh, and start releasing episodes tomorrow. 
<laughs> yeah. Let's just give spoilers to every episode. It's the only way we're going to get ahead is if we're the spoilers. Oh, It'll man. be us and LaShawn McCoy. No yeah. problem. For, for context, if you're not aware, uh, I think pretty much every every NBA podcast and and uh, NBA Twitter person got a link to all the episodes leaked to them. Who was and this ESPN dude who did? That? I don't know. And you know what? Was it Bill? Was it Bill Cartwright? Even though our link expired before any of us downloaded it, I was just happy to be you know considered. Yeah, we got it from multiple sources. That is true. Mine was and not an official press source. Mine was just uh, uh, a nigga from Arlington, Virginia, who <laughs> has a mixtape coming out. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Same Anyways, thing. okay. So episodes three and, three and four dropped tonight. Uh, episode three being very Dennis Rodman heavy. Episode four being, uh, you know, I don't know what, Pistons and Phil Jackson heavy? It was Phil Jackson something. It was, a, it was Phil's ep. I I need Tony's app. If if episode five isn't purely Tony Kukoc based, uh, I'm gonna have some issues. It feels like That's Tony Kukoc is getting like Marty McFly erased from history. Which I don't understand. What did he do? I mean, he was kind of the key piece, right? I mean, yeah, so he like he. I think they're gonna give him his own episode. They right? have to. He got buckets, man. Yeah. I, I want to see a 10-part documentary on Milwaukee Bucks, Cool Coach. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Uh, but really? tonight we got we got a we got a mostly Dennis Rodman doc, Rodman documentary. Uh, were, were there any new revelations for you guys? Um, not new. Put some great quotes. I like that Dennis didn't give a fuck when meeting Phil Jackson. <laughs> what was the quote? Uh, yeah, like, what's up? Whatever. I, I, don't, I don't care. What's up? He said, yeah, Phil Jackson's like, do you want to play for the Bulls? And Dennis Robbins says, like, I don't care. Whatever. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And uh, I, I think, like, Dennis Rodman came off um, incredibly well in this because I feel like we only know him uh, in recent years as, like, the potentially – uh, mentally ill North Korean ambassador. Uh, but I feel like this really humanized him and, and gave more context to who he is and uh, his importance to this team and uh, his importance as like a, a cultural icon in a lot of ways. I like how the craziest dude on the team and like the Zen Buddhist coach were the kindred spirits of everyone on this team. Like it yeah, really is like like Rodman and Jackson's relationship, especially when they're in in modern like day, clearly is kind of like this weird glue. Yeah, they both like dream catchers. <laughs> That's what brought them together. Shout out to Bill Wellington too for being the first person to say Native American after a good fifteen minutes of Phil Jackson being like, "I love Indians." <laughs> Phil Jackson said Native American. He said the first thing, the first moment it got brought up, no, that's Phil true. Jackson did said, me and Dennis Rodman have a Native American bond. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, which is still problematic. <laughs> Even though he said yeah. Native American, I didn't. nothing yeah. about that was fully correct. I agree. Uh, it seems weird, especially knowing what we know of Phil Jackson and his other problematic stuff. I, I guarantee his weird fetish for Native American stuff is not healthy 
I mean, yeah, man. And it was uh, based on the episodes of FBI Most Wanted I've watched this weekend. Uh, growing up uh, as a modern Native American, pretty tough. I think Dennis had a l- is a little bit closer to the tribes than Phil. I think riding with a pistol in your passenger seat, uh, and then uh, showing up to work 12 hours early, and then when asked about it, all you say is, "I was in a lost place." That feels, yeah, I, I, I see, I can see the connections. A lot of hurt. A lot of hurt. It sounded like so, Rodman. It sounded like he would just regularly go to the arena or to the practice facility at like three in the morning. Uh, and was this just a, a, a normal thing for him? And he just brought a gun this time? Yeah, I think he just brought the gun this time, which was the only thing. Because there's a moment where, like, I feel like he said something like, I didn't do anything I don't normally do. <laughs> <And I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, dudes, quick break to tell you about Bet Online. With currently no NBA, NHL, or baseball, you might think there's nothing to bet on, but still, my friends, you would be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, all open 24 hours a day and all online. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, to join today and receive your new welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. Back to the show. And I was like, oh, so you just drive with a rifle? Like, And the newscaster did go out of his way to say it was a legally owned rifle. So it's not like he like, was carrying something with the serial number filed off or anything. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He didn't have the 40 cow? No. There's no banana clip on this thing. <laughs> Why do you think he had a rifle? Just for fun? Yeah. I mean, what are you hunting in Detroit? I have no idea. Ford Tauruses? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's wearing a fucking Chrysler Sebring or uh, the most dangerous game of all. Man. Two things made me. Fr- <laughs> two things made me really feel like this was the '90s. Um, in these two episodes, one of them was the fact that like Rodman could exist. I watched it with Beth, and she turned to me and said, "Who is the Dennis Rodman of today's game?" To which I was like, "There's none. Like you can't. He could not exist. He would be suspended all the time. There's no way that would fly to the level that close." Draymond gets close. He kicks people in the nuts. Yeah, but Draymond is like, dude, Dennis Rodman. Like, Dennis Rodman, like in front of the press, chugs a Miller Light, gets on a, <laughs> gets on his motorcycle in Vegas, on his like five day binging sabbatical because he had to like cover for Scottie Pippen. That feels yeah, like it, go. it's insane that he just was being filmed. Chugging a beer as he be right before he got on, like there's a ton of photographic evidence of drunk driving happening, and like he also like it looked like he almost sped his bike off right into a parked car. <laughs> he <did. It> almost <laughs> he like, swerved at the last second. <laughs> it looked 
looked like that whole group of people like were about to all hit that car like a fucking Monty Python sketch. And who are his weird old biker friends? Oh, like you know, just Carl and Ron. We ain't even meet them. I want to. I want to know about his like forty-eight-year-old white bike biker boys. You know who came off the best in these weeks, Epps? Carmen Electra. Yeah. She really just did. Such a sweetheart. Oh, I didn't want Michael Jordan to see me. Come on, Carmen. Uh, so I had an issue. Uh, there was a power outage uh, in my neighborhood, and I missed a, a large chunk of these episodes as they're airing. Can you can you fill me in on that? I didn't I didn't see that. I think right they, after they lightly uh, brushed on they lightly brushed on a situation where when Rodman left. Right, so I think I, right after he left for his 48-hour sabbatical, yeah. uh, that's when the power went off for about 20 minutes for me. So around hour 90 of him being missing, Michael Jordan, <laughs> <laughs> which is also like how Jordan described it, too. He's like, so it's been five days. We gave him 48, and we haven't seen him anywhere. We just hear he's in Vegas tearing it up. Yeah. So Mike had to go to his house and get, wake him up and pull him out of bed and make him go to practice. And Carmen was there. And she didn't know. She was just like, "Yo, I don't, I don't know the Bulls' travel schedule. All I knew was I was fucking Dennis Rodman. I didn't know what Wait. was going on." And then, yeah, so like, apparently, Carmen's there when Rodman, when Mike goes to bring Rodman to practice, and Rodman shows up in pajamas, and no one says anything. And then Phil's Yo. like, "Hey, man, you're gonna have to start getting in shape." And Jordan's like, "Just relax. He's here." Like, <laughs> That's just, enough. That's all we need. Like, poor, poor everyone else on that team who catches Jordan's just shit all the time. And meanwhile, Jordan's like, yeah, all right, I'm fine with Rodman going on a bender. Well, I mean, you, you think it's so unique because could any other Piston from that era have joined the Bulls and had Michael Jordan's respect? Absolutely not. No way. Rodman is such a unique case. And that's what I need, was missing. How? Wh- what is that missing point where Rodman becomes the dude who's cool? Because Rodman almost killed Scotty. Yeah. Like, we know Lambeer and Isaiah were the leaders on the team and Mahorn and shit. Like, yeah, but, like, Rodman was there. He also did not shake them niggas' hands. How is it he also, the one? It feels like Rodman is kind of like – the personification of, like, what everyone wants the Joker's persona to be, but it's not. Rodman is kind of like the Joker who everyone's just kind of like, fuck it, he's a nihilist, he's crazy, he does whatever. And I feel like Rodman is that. Like, he's just like, all right, I play for the Bulls now. Now I hate the other, like, and, like, there's just no, there's no passion or connection to anything except, like, I don't know, chaos and, like, Phil Jackson. Like, I think, I get the impression that he's... A little sweeter than that, though. Like, I think, like, even when, like, Michael Jordan is, like, telling the story about how he, like, you know, called, Phil Jackson called Michael Jordan in the office so that Dennis Rodman could tell him something. And Michael Jordan clearly is like, and I know that anytime Dennis had to tell me anything, I didn't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> and, like, they showed Rodman watching that clip, and Rodman's just kind of like, oh, man. There's my homie Mike. I love Mike. <laughs> like Michael Jordan's being like, Dennis Rodman is the biggest piece of shit, and I had to go fucking get his ass, and Dennis is like, oh, I miss Mike. Yeah, he's like, oh, that's exactly how it went, too. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, man, he, he told y'all that? Oh, yeah. oh, Mike, 
Yeah. It, like, there's a sense to me that, like, Dennis Rodman is sweet and loyal, but, like, also completely, like, unreliable. And I bet, like, I think – so after the the incident where he went to the palace at Auburn Hills and fell asleep in his car with a gun and the police had to find him, yeah. uh, the Pistons, rather than, like, help this man, like, find the help he needs, get a therapist or – you know, find the right mix of meds or, like, kind of take him under, like, you know, their wing and protect him or whatever, they fucking traded his ass to the Spurs, like, the next day. Um, Like, they just fucking threw him, like, under the bus. And so it's almost like uh, an Avatar-type situation, you know? Like, that soldier, like... He he used to hate the the blue people, right? He used to go and fight the blue people, but now he became a blue person. You mean the Nawi? Yeah, Nawi, Navi, Nawi, right? Navi. He became so yeah. Dennis Rodman uh, joined the Navi, aka the Bulls, and started to like see their way of life. Is there really going to be a fucking second movie of that? There's like four more coming. I can't like. Can James Cameron read a world? Can he just read a fucking world? That movie sucked so bad. That I can't believe that made a billion dollars. <laughs> Did that win an Oscar? I don't, I'm sure it won some kind of Oscar. It was at least nominated for Best Picture. I That movie was I so hate. fucking dumb. Yeah, but anyways, I think my uh, Dennis Rodman is the legless soldier in that movie. <laughs> Metaphor stands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I did anyway, feel bad about my Joker metaphor, but that really made, that made me feel a lot better. I think if Dennis Rodman had been, like, protected by the Pistons after that incident and, and, and gotten – they helped him get help, like, he would have been loyal and stayed with that team for the rest of his career. But suddenly he was shoved out and he started acting out, and then he found a home in Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan who were like, hey, man, like, we get you. Come play with us and we'll give you what you need. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's chaotic. I think he just wanted a home. This felt more, as, as amazing as Rodman was, I left tonight feeling like this was a Phil Jackson appreciation kind of, like, episode. From kind of, like, where we where he left kind of, like, with the Knicks and how gross it was and forgetting. It just, it, it just was, like, a put some respect on my name. Like, where's my 10-part doc about Phil? You can keep it. I don't know. I don't even want this 10-part doc, really. <laughs> you don't you want do? more Doug Collins? I want to Come on. That, Doug did Collins. you see that Doug Collins perm? I thought that was a fantastic Doug Collins I perm. I needed more of the perm. They were just giving us shots where it's kind of straight. I'm like, dog. The weirdest, every- part of the, Doug's, <laughs> the weirdest part of the Doug Collins coaching uh, experience was – in the middle of the Eastern Conference semifinals that one time when he just started, like, walking on the roof, singing Dancing on the Ceiling. That was, what I was thought, the strangest. <laughs> oh, I see what you're going. Yeah, you, you, Lionel Richie haircut. I got yeah, you. Yeah, yes, of course. Yeah. Every scene with Doug Collins should have been him with a perm. I think that was a mistake that they would use any other footage. They should have done, given him a perm wig for his current day head. Fact. He should have worn a wig all the time. Guys, well, let me ask you a question. So this is called The Last Dance, right? Because that is what Phil Jackson dubbed that final championship season. Right? The Native American saying. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, why the fuck is it about so much more than just that last season? Because it's all connected. No, we got a Detroit Pistons Bad Boys documentary like three years ago. 30 from 30 did it. But we never officially got Mike saying Isaiah Thomas is an asshole. We got Michael Jordan to say, hey, Isaiah Thomas is an asshole. Yeah, but we all knew he felt that way already. But we got him to this whole record now. Now we have records. Michael, why are you kidding yourself that this is not anything but just Jordan sitting down and making everyone listen to how great he is? This is an episode of Drink Champs. We're watching fucking Drink Champs. Yeah, but I think, okay, so I think I need Noriega in there to, like, add some levity. Because this is so, it's so reverential and, like, it is, like, okay, this is the hour that we spend giving Phil Jackson his dues. Like, Phil Jackson, like, fucking destroyed the Knicks recently. Why do we gotta, like... What is your hate? Where does your Phil Jackson hate come from? It's He's racist and he sucks. It's because of the posse thing. He doesn't like the posse thing. Yeah. Well, anyways, look, I'm just saying, like, this could have been a great two-hour documentary. Why is it ten hours? That's you all think I... You were, are we really... I, I mean... We don't even I, know why yet. What if they show us Carl Malone doing fucking WCW Nitro? What if that is... What if that's what's coming next? You don't even they, know what's next. They didn't even show Rodman doing WCW. Dude, I'm not convinced you couldn't just make this a television channel and just play the 100 hours of footage they have on repeat, and it wouldn't be better content. I yeah. think this should have been, like, a 10-part, like, effects drama. Here's what that I would, want. That would have been, been better. This is what I want. Who is playing Who? Jordan? I want uh, Michael I want, B. Jordan. I want four parts of Tony Kukoc having sex. That's what I want. Okay. I, I wanted it to be on X videos. Free X videos. Let's do it. Uh, Xhamster.com slash Tony Kukoc. Gangbang. Dot MP4. Yang gang. Yang gang. Oh, did he ever... Do you think Andrew Yang ever had a gang bang? No. <laughs> Andrew Yang gang bang? Those yeah. numbers are off. The numbers were off for him. <laughs> he has a thousand sexual partners monthly. <laughs> Universal sexual partner income. That's what it was. About I don't know. This is I'm I'm stretching this. I don't know, uh, guys. I don't know. I just I I maybe I'm a little down on the documentary. Also, I maybe I, I missed 20 minutes in the middle. And yeah, felt like maybe that was like coloring my my feeling for it. Yeah, are we really on the are, are we really on the whole? Wait, like Phil Jackson is legit racist train, or is this just the like, bro? What if part eight is about Bison Dele's death? That would be incredible. So I'd saying, watch that. Yeah. There's more left to this. We don't know, son. I don't. I don't look. I don't know if I'm fully on that train. All I know is that he has written off a group of uh, four or five highly successful uh, businessmen who have like completely altered the landscape of sports and like are billionaires. Uh, he wrote them off as LeBron's posse, and that is so disrespectful and denigrating, and uh, if not overtly racist. Vaguely racist. So oh, listen, I don't I, like that. I don't think. I'm All not, right, I'm, that you can't hold that against the documentary. Yeah, and also like <laughs> you can't oh, do that, dude. So many old people, like like when you get old, like so many people get like 
racist and say stupid shit. And that's absolutely unexcusable what he Good. said. I hope they should die. I hope wow. all these old racists die. Oh, oh, right. You know what, man? Like, Phil Jackson was a fucking sweet coach and, like, an insane hippie dude coaching in insane fucking places. Like, we can, like why can't we just appreciate that and then he sucks later? What do you think about Tex Avery? Tell me what you think about Tex Avery. Nah, that dude looks racist. Wait, he's the one that voices Bugs Bunny? Well, <laughs> yeah, one and the same. It's him and I.P. Freeling. And they came up with the triangle offense. Wait, no. Who is Tex, Tex Avery? Avery's, Tex Avery's the, the inventor of the triangle. Did you not see the part, Mike, where Phil became the coach? No, I know who Tex... Wait, no, isn't... You missed yeah, the part of the documentary. There is a Tex Avery. Yes, there's a Tex Avery Looney Tunes. Yeah, isn't there? <laughs> Am I crazy? I thought I was thinking. Of, yeah, no. Tex Avery is the Looney Tunes artist. Tex. Yeah. What? Tex something else is the Tex the, Winner. Fucking Tex Winners. Yeah, that that's what it is. Tex Winner. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Tex Avery is the guy who drew the cartoon wolf. <laughs> We're calling him Tex Avery. For yeah, he's right, Tex well, Avery now, man. Come on. He's, he's Tex, Tex Avery. Avery. Yeah, sure. Oh, Tex man. Avery, talented uh, uh, basketball coach, uh, talented artist behind Bugs Bunny and Wally Coyote. Unbelievable work on uh, so many levels. Um, did you guys, oh, speaking of Avery's, Avery Johnson, uh, 06 finals was on ABC earlier today. I caught it on my antenna. Oh, yeah, you, you said that earlier. I was... Uh, I unfortunately was was busy and didn't uh, didn't watch. But how how did it feel? Holy shit! It was great. It was a really good game. Antoine Walker showed his ass. I think he had uh, I think he had like fourteen points in the third. Like just in the third, like he went nuts. And uh, also, Josh Howard pulled his pants down. (laughs) Oh right, that's that's. I remember that. I remember oh when that happened. Oh my god! It's I like it's like a tie game in the third, and he was like, he, I guess he had a hamstring injury, and he was rewrapping a band, bandage. That's right. He just pulled his pants down. He legit just pulled his pants down at the free throw line, and this dude cashed both free throws. Whoever was on the line was not bothered by Josh Howard having his pants down. You know, I kind of admire that because that's like so how like in the zone players can be. Is that like they can. They're just they're surrounded by eighteen thousand people, and uh, they just like literally will whip their dick out to adjust something. That's why uh, we saw the Bowers Yeah, that's true. He was adjusting his his uh, ding dong and his shorts, and uh, we all saw it, or at least like the first third of it. I don't know. Great stuff. When yeah. they come back to arena list ball, we're gonna see a lot more Weenus touching. I think. I can't sure. wait for that. Yeah, bring it on. Um, what do you guys think about uh, the the current plan by the NBA to allow players back in practice and, and playing facilities uh, starting in May 1st as long as their states are rolling back uh, the stay-at-home orders? Uh, I've been inside so long I officially don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about anybody's specific well-being, how, how much information I'm supposed to have. I just uh, live in my apartment and I don't go anywhere, and <laughs> that's fine. Jamal, you went for a walk to get dessert last night, didn't you? I did. I walked outside and I ended up like everything was closed. It was like eight thirty, and then I went to Seven Eleven. 
Because I missed I missed Vaughn's by like five minutes. And I really? That's how early Vaughn's closes? Vaughn's closed. Vaughn's was closed by nine. Wow. You don't say. On fucking Sunday, bro. What'd you get at Seven Eleven? Fucking Ben and Yerry's. Had to pay double for the Ben and Yerry's. What flavor? Oh, by the way, yesterday was Saturday, not Sunday. What day is it? Oh, right. It's, sun- it's Sunday now. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I okay. forgot I forgot what day it was like nine times this week. Man. This week particularly. The week the work week was fucking long, bro. I have a great I, this was a good week for me. I found uh FBI season one on bootleg. I just watched it on a computer. So, you know, that was about all I did. You uh, lost your phone under the fridge for like Oh my god, <laughs> dude, I thought I was gonna fucking die. That was Friday. Yeah. Oh my god. I was just moving I have a little uh black widow uh McDonald's toy. You remember how they did the Avengers? It's a uh it's a little fake ass pop doll with a spinning nunchuck thing. Oh, that's cute. cute. You know what I mean? And I was putting it up on my uh little shelf with the pictures and somehow my phone ends up under the fridge. I'm looking under the couch. I keep lifting my couch up. Like, I would say by 1 a.m., I thought I was, uh, I thought I had early Alzheimer's. We, I was concerned because we were supposed to be doing, like, uh, you know, you were on the Twitch stream on Friday night, the Airbuds Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash Airbuds pod. Check it out sometime. Um, And I was supposed to join you, and I was texting you being like, Jamal, when do you want me? Jamal. Jamal. And I, it turns out your fucking phone was under the fridge the whole time. Your phone was under the fucking fridge. But then, I, due to all, I okay, so basically I had to watch about seven episodes of FBI season one to realize that I could use the Find My Phone app on my laptop to turn the sound back on. You can play a sound from the Find My Phone thing. Yeah, I would have done that, like, immediately. That's the first? That took you how long? It took me, like, 13 hours to come Jamel, no. I gave up early. This is what happened. I lost it, and then I did a Twitch stream for two hours, and I drank one rum and Coke. I drank one rum and Coke, and then I was like, all right, Jamel, uh, yeah, you are senile. (laughs) (laughs) Big deal. Just uh, sit on down, watch some more FBI. Don't worry about it. I tried to call my phone a bunch of times. How? The phone was, the phone was on mute. I was using my laptop. Oh. Um, guys, any other observations about the last dance before we? <laughs> uh, I'm glad Will Purdue doesn't get a lot of talking. Um, I thought it was weird that B.J. Armstrong showed up out of nowhere. Kind of wasn't feeling it. Oh, let me ask you a question about this. Michael Jordan uh, wearing a three-peat shirt on his way to the fi- to his first finals appearance? Yeah, was that when that was? Did yeah. He, holy Are shit. we sure about what? that? Absolutely. I double-checked it, and then I went on onto Twitter and people were talking about it. So either they the 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 footage is wildly out of uh chronological order, 
or he was wearing a three-peat shirt before he even won his first finals. Which is weird. I'm trying to figure out what's it even based on because at that point, like, who had even three-peat? Like, nobody had three-peated since, like, the 60s or whatever. Oh, it just hit me. He's fucking trolling the Pistons because they would have three-peat if they had beat if they gone to the finals, right? Oh, right. Yeah, they were working on a three-peat because they were the last dudes who went back-to-back. He was like fucking trolling the Pistons. What a petty man. You know Super what? Petty. It was fun to watch Michael Jordan tell Isaiah Thomas to go fuck himself on national television. Yeah. It just was yeah. fun. I'm he called like him a- an asshole, and I was like, okay, this is how he really felt. Now, I, wa- I still want somebody to mention the Olympic team. Oh, they yeah. cannot mention the Olympics, right? That's like, got to be a whole entire episode, yeah, right? That's, that's what week. I want. It's got to be. I'm like, look, man, Isaiah Thomas over a fucking Leitner or fucking Stockton or fucking, I don't know. Did they ever do a 30 for 30 about it? They did the bad boys about it, and then they did it, They did their own. NBA TV had a pretty good uh, Dream Team doc. Got it. So they are probably going to hit it at some point. It does feel like it deserves its own thing and not to be crammed into this 10-hour documentary, ostensibly about one season. That is well, all- it's got it makes sense in the Coach episode if there was to be one. Dude, there is, I, let's bet on a Coach episode because I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Just or at least he's not, he might not get his whole entire episode, but he's going to be like – you know, half of it. Like, the way that, like, Phil Jackson was maybe, like, half to three quarters of the fourth episode and the other quarter being, like, you know, playing the Pistons and then winning the the finals. Yeah. I'm starting to think the weirdest thing about this for me is that they're just um, shitting on a dead guy. Like, yo, I didn't know Jerry Krause was dead. Oh, yeah, man. Super dead. They waited for him to die. Yeah, dude. Michael definitely waited for Jerry Krause to die. 100%. I think we talked about this last week, but I I feel like even more so now. When they show him fucking dancing, I was like, oh, this is just... But it does seem like he sucks. Man. made me... That made me... That... When he was just hammer slammered in the back of the the bus or the plane, and he was dancing with a red solo cup with the players, like... I feel like that's the unseen Jerry Krause. I feel like there's probably a version of this where, like, maybe there's animosity, maybe they didn't like each other or whatever, but there's also probably many nights where he was just getting drunk with the players or gambling with them or whatever. Like, they might have been, like, frenemies, and, like, now they don't want to admit it, and he's not here to, like, show his – tell his side. And even if he could, like, they would have to – feign some level of, of professionality, but I yeah. bet there are plenty also, of hotel bar nights with the, with him. Also being like, yeah, I don't really, like, it's up to Michael if he wants to come back or not, and the way that he just positioned everything is pretty unconscionable every single time you think about it. It's the only smart thing, I've, well, that's not true, but it's the smartest thing I've heard Stephen A. Smith say is that the the way that the Bulls were succeeding and the level that Mike was, like, he should have been offered, like, partial ownership of the Yeah, team. they should have paid him $50 million, $100 million. And that was just back where they thought, like, that the team still mattered. Yeah, and now to to see the, the contracts where Otto Porter got paid, like, 117 
They're coming up for going. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, guys, breaking news. Two pieces of breaking news. Uh, first of all, Isaiah Thomas, current Isaiah Thomas, uh, currently playing short Isaiah Thomas, just tweeted a photo of himself with the Pistons Isaiah Thomas. Pretty good. <laughs> 11, 11 minutes ago. Uh, it's just them on a basketball court smiling together. I don't know why. Why would why would you? <laughs> um, also, uh, the Chicago Bulls uh, hired away Mark Eversley uh, from the Sixers to be their new GM. Woj just reported that. Whoa! Oh wow! Yeah. How do you feel Mark about Ever- that? Uh, good for him. Apparently, he will be the first ever black executive uh, in in Chicago. So. Do you think that happened from all the backlash for, like, the president search? I mean, no, deserving for sure, but it feels like they did catch a lot of slack for just, or flack. You catch flack or slack? Uh, You catch flack. You are given slack. But does this mean that uh, Philly just thinks the season's over? Well, no. Mark Eversley was, like, an assistant GM. He wasn't, like, the GM. Oh, okay. So, like, he was, like, a you know... He's getting a promotion here. I have no opinion. I just wanted to throw it out there. You know, it's related to the Bulls and the Sixers. No opinion. That's uh, right. So, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts about the last dance, guys? Listen, I say we save anything else for a rip and Patreon. Yeah, rip rapping. Let's go. <laughs> Ripping oh, and a rapping. God, I can't wait to rip a rap. Rip rap. Rip, rap, and bebop. Guys, you want to talk about uh, some more live streaming stuff? Because uh, last night, uh, Sue Bird had Diana Trossi on her Instagram Live. And it is wildly funny. Uh, go to Airbuds Pod on Twitter and check out the video. But to sum it up, uh, they're chatting. They're talking. Um, Diana Trossi asked... Uh, Sue Bird, you know, who do you think in this NBA draft, WNBA draft, is going to have the best WNBA career? Um, she kind of put, uh, she kind of put, you know, Sue Bird on the spot, but she ended up picking a player that wasn't Sabrina Ionescu. And then Sue Bird put it back on Deanna Taurasi. Deanna Taurasi kind of waffled, and she just was like, oh, you know, everyone's so talented. And Sue Bird's like, you made me, you made me pick one. Like, say a name. And she's like, I don't know. You know, of course, Sabrina. And she was like, no. Like, you made me say a name. Like, who who do you think is going to have the best career? And then Dana Trassi just says, Sabrina, Sabrina Ionescu. And then Sue Byrne goes, all right, you fucking pussy. Thanks for wasting my time. <laughs> Push. Yeah. Calling her out for making the safe choice. Uh Love to see it. I think this is just an example of uh, why the WNBA should be letting its players tell their own stories more. Let's give them out there. They're funny. They're great. Let's give them personalities, guys. Guys, we need to watch the uh, that episode of Wild N' Out with Tiffany Hayes and, uh, I believe, Angel McCautry. All right. I'm down. Yeah, that's just from last year. They did an episode of Wild N' Out, and then they had the worst season 
in like WNBA history. <laughs> All right, the cannon it. strikes again. Uh, speaking of which, hold on, don't just give me a give me a quick a quick bop. Uh, uh, who is it? What's her name? I'm trying to think of who I was going to say. I think is going to be the best uh, drafted player in the WNBA draft this year. Uh, it was like the the dreams first round pick, and I'm saying this because she had the worst Wi-Fi. Kennedy Carter. Yeah. Look out for Kennedy <laughs> Carter. <laughs> that was such a long build-up. Oh, man. A punchline that was just the name. Yes, yeah, so I did it backwards because I, <laughs> um, I couldn't pull her name, so I had to do it backwards. Look out for Trinity Carter, guys. Uh, yeah, check out Trinity Carter. Uh, she got uh, drafted by the Dream, you said, right? Yeah. Cool. Guys, I'm, I, I want basketball so bad. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I, don't know. I, I like. I've stopped feeling, and I think basketball would help me feel stuff. Fair. That's my expert analysis. Peter, do you feel anything? Nothing. I got nothing. Damn. Completely dead inside. This shit is ill, bro. I just put biofreeze patches on. And no, <laughs> I don't wow. even go anywhere. I'm jealous, actually. It feels wild. Slow burn. I'm going to, as soon as this is over, I'm going to go get a massage and a haircut and, like, a manicure and pedicure and any kind of service where a stranger touches me. But, like, when? Like, what? Like I mean, when? once we, like, have a vaccine, maybe. So, you know... But you're uh, 2024. Yeah, okay. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? We got to stop making movies. Because in the movie, we already figured this shit out. That's true. In the movie of all this, like, they've already cut off Patient Zero's head and, and found all the antibodies yeah, we needed. Suck the juice out like a fucking crawfish. Yeah, baby. Mm. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, guys, is there anything else we want to talk about before we get out of here? No, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's do it, baby. We love you guys. Go to Airbuds Pod on Twitter, on Instagram, patreon.com slash Pod. We just posted a very funny, uh, very long, blunt-rolling tutorial from Jamel Johnson himself. <laughs> hey, uh, if I'm yeah. left to do the editing, it's going to be too long. Uh, no, I appreciate it the length of it. Worth people it. Need, yeah, people need fucking content, and it's informative and funny. Jamel, it came out really well. You did a great job. Thanks, oh man, you did too, sir. Listen, we just want to kind of get everyone high. That's our goal for this whole podcast. That is what we do. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. peace. Happy basketball. Happy basketball. Happy basketball. Thank you.